Today's episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Internet service providers in the United States have been known to sell data to ad companies. In the United Kingdom and Australia, internet service providers are required to keep logs of the websites you visit. Certain countries even restrict and censor certain websites and content. As our listeners know, security is paramount when it comes to cryptocurrency. ExpressVPN is the industry standard that puts a stop to all of this while ensuring the security and privacy of not only your browsing history, but your wallet connections. Utilizing data encryption and IP masking, ExpressVPN gives users peace of mind no matter what part of the world you're in. My listeners can go to www.expressvpn.com slash mohawk, M-O-H-A-W-K. That's expressvpn.com slash mohawk to see how you can get three months free of the best VPN subscription service available. All right, so welcome to uh, our our first episode. I actually don't know if we're releasing this first or, or where this is going, but uh, to uh, one of our first episodes of the Mohawk Mandate um, as uh, one of our first guests, uh, Johnny from Billionaire Zombies Club. Johnny, thank you so much for hopping on with me to talk a little bit about your project um, your journey in Web3 and, and what you guys are working on with BZC. So, again, thank you for coming on, man. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited. I'm ready to do this thing. For sure, man. So, uh, BZC, Billionaire Zombies Club, um, you were brought on as a moderator, uh, promoted all the way up to uh, project manager where you're at now. Um, tell me a little bit about the journey that you had personally within BZC that brought you to where we're at, you know, today? Well, like, I'll never forget like, the experience, right, of, like, minting my first zombie, you know, like, absolutely. I know you remember it, it's just that, like, that, that experience, and you're, like, you're buying it, you're, you're set, like, you're just trying to get, like, that, that one zombie in mind, and, uh, you know, I'll never forget, like, just that grind, that process, and then, you know, I remember reaching out to Axeman, who, you know, is the artist of the whole entire thing. And I was like, hey, man, like, bugging him. You know, I still have the DMs to this day. Like, hey, dude, like, let me be a moderator. Like, I just so badly loved the team, loved the vision of what they were doing. To me, like, to be associated with it in any way was, like, a dream come true. Right. Um, so I was like, yo, like, let me be a moderator. Finally, Poet, who is now, like, one of my best friends, you know, reaches out to me. He's like, you know what, man, like yeah like come on like come do it you know like what's it gonna hurt and uh you know from that moment on it was just kind of like okay well i get to do this and then uh from that point on like within a month two months you know then three months from there i really had became a project lead Mm -hmm. uh from mod to project lead in a matter of like three months uh so it's really crazy to sit back and look at i don't really ever take the time to slow down and think about it it just kind of happens so fast but uh, I'm happy about it for sure, but it's crazy to think about, to be honest. 
Yeah, I it's it's really cool. I mean, now like looking back to where we were when we first got into you know crypto and Web three, and looking back on it from where we sit now, um, and the way that um, communities and projects can offer people that opportunity to engage with whatever level that they're interested in, right? Whether it's, um, you know, something that uh, from from a, a retail investor standpoint that you're, um, that you find is something worth your time and investment, and you can sit around and, and watch that investment, right? Um, you, you can take that avenue, you can take the avenue of um, kind of being in a quote unquote, like elevated uh, community member, reaching out on, on Twitter, doing things that, that help promote the project. Or you can take the other route of, you know, having that drive and taking the drive, like you said, um, reaching out to project managers, people that are in positions of power within a protocol, uh, getting involved with them and offering them your time and your effort. So it's, it's really, really cool to hear people that have these, um, like organic journeys, so to speak, of, you know, getting involved, um, offering that time and, and services and, and being rewarded down the road for it. So um, your story, especially, it's it's just so cool uh, with what you've been able to accomplish in that capacity. So, um, you know, you you were with BGC from day one as a community guy. You get brought on board uh, as a moderator. You get up to project lead. When you first get up to uh, this new position and you're presented um, with all of these uh, tasks and things that, you know, you need to undertake as a, as a project manager, project lead, right? What are some things that um, maybe surprised you about uh, what, what you were expecting, um, what you were looking to do to help grow the project. And of course, we're going to get into um, the the ins and outs of BZC here in a little bit, but uh, focusing more on your journey, um, what was something that, that might have been a little bit more surprising that um, that you had, like, you know, this revelation of this was something that um, I wasn't necessarily prepared for or something... Um, that you didn't think would would go into that type of role um, that you've been able to incorporate into like the day-to-day process of being a, a project manager? Yeah, funny enough, like for BZC being the community that it is, you know, it's predominantly male-based. Big, one of the biggest things I wanted to change, funniest part about it is like when I got promoted to project lead, like my Twitter was booming yeah. with predominantly females. Oh, no kidding. I swear, craziest thing. Was not expecting that at all. One of the biggest things when I got on was like, I really want to onboard women. Uh, web, women in Web3 was really first starting off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've always had, you know, Zombie Mama there. But she's really been one of our only women. You know, right. now looking at it, you know, we have a, a woman that's a community manager, RR. Um, but that was that was the thing that really, like, shocked me. Uh, but really the the thing that I thought would be the hardest ended up being the easiest things and the easiest thing ended up being the hard things. Like um, community was something that I thought, you know, being a moderator would be a pretty smooth, easy transition. Right. Uh, but the moment you get that project lead attached to your name, 
completely different. It's like, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, to me, I always thought, you know, hey, I started out at the bottom. Um, so whatever happens, they're going to reason with me and understand, like, I want the community's best interest. Because yeah. I still think, I'm not thinking about the corporation of BZC. I'm thinking about our 3,500 holders with every move I make. Um, I'll never forget the day I got made a project lead. I single-handedly sent a message to every single one of our holders of 10 or more zombies. Every single one. Like, hey, man, um, I'm taking over. Once you know, like, I reason with you. If you need anything, let me know. I remember getting I that was, DM. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, absolutely. The problem, was, the problem was I thought I was doing, like, a good guy thing. Yeah. The world of things that I opened myself up to. But all in all, like, I think that grew me so much. Like, I was thinking of this as an opportunity to help the project uh, in a spot that I saw was tremendously lacking. And that's no offense to the last people to do it. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of them did amazing things for the project. Um, you know, getting the chance to come in and do something that's already been done, it's hard because there is expectations there. Right. But you can also see like where people messed up at um, or where people went right and kind of take those things and, and tailor them for you. And, and um, I tried to do that. You know, I, I'm big on trying not to make mistakes and learning from other people's mistakes so I don't have to have mistakes attached to me. Um, so for me, it was, I thought I was going to be helping BZC a lot, but, and I've been very open about this, like BZC helped me a lot, um, taught me a lot about the Web2 side of things um, and incorporating that into Web3 a lot more than I had expected. Okay. Um, it really tailored me for, you know, a lot of opportunities that presented themselves in this space. You know, if it wasn't for, you know, BZC, you know, I wouldn't be out here connected with the people I am now. Right. Uh, I wouldn't you know, be speaking at, you know, these events and doing these types of things. So for me, what I always thought was just going to be something that was to help the community. Uh, granted, the community definitely has led into me, you know, their fair share of times. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't want any other community to lie into me. Um, and it makes sense, you know, like, and that's what I've always tried to present myself is like, I am yours. Like, if you right. guys have something, come to me. Like, my, my DMs are as open as they can be. My emails in my bio, like, message me. Like, I will try to do what I can. Um, and yeah, man, it's, it's, it's been really cool. And it's just like, I thought I was going to be doing this for BZC in a lot of ways. Like, it taught me so much, and I learned so much. So, as much as I'd love to say, like, I came on and helped BZC a lot, BZC and its community uh, and its, you know, founding you know, team has done a lot for me in ways that, you know, I'll never be able to repay the project. And that's why I'm always going to work my butt off for it. Right. And I can appreciate that. I think a lot of, a lot of guys that are in uh, a similar position to you, where you start out as a community member and you, you have the um, project through that lens of community first, right. And then becoming, um, you know, for all intents and purposes, the face of like the public face of the project. Right. So in that transition from community to team member, um, being this bridge between we'll call it like developers and community, it's, it's really important that I don't think enough projects have, um, they don't have this, uh, this dynamic where the person that is that bridge hasn't been in the community first, right? So having that, um, 
having that viewpoint on your side is is really important. I think it shows in the work that you do for Billionaire Zombies Club. So, um, you know, I always enjoy when you take the time to speak to community as a community member. Um, the things that you do for that community, the things that you do for that team, um, you know, again, coming from me as an investor, I, I would like to thank you for, for all that you do. And you can definitely tell um, that it's not so much of doing it for the end game of, you know, potential payoff, which obviously we're all looking for, right? But it's doing so with the care of the community at heart when you do things. So, uh, you know, my thanks to you, kudos from everyone and uh, in the BZC community on what you do day in and day out, man. I, I really do appreciate that. Um, with with what we have, um, you know, we've spoken a little bit about your journey um, in Web3. Let's get into a little bit more of the details, uh, you know, surrounding Billionaire Zombies Club. Um, we, we breezed over it a little bit uh, at the beginning, so I'm going to give you a free slate with every single collection that you guys have right now. I know that this is going to be a little bit of a long-winded explanation, but if someone that uh, is listening to this in, let's say, Caliber's community who doesn't have any exposure to Billionaire Zombies Club right now, um, walk them through you know, the Genesis collection, um, all of the, the surrounding assets with the land, um, you know, the multiplier assets, basically start to finish, give them the breakdown of all of the collections that are at their disposal and the best way for a new member to get engaged and get ready for the, uh, the video game that is coming out that we will, you know, get into the details of later. Yeah, man, for sure. It's going to be a long way. Yeah, to right, answer. right, right, right. Yeah, but, but no, man. So, I mean, yeah, and you know a lot of this, but, you know, BZC started out as a 10K PFP unique project uh, by a young Singaporean male who just loved to draw art. Name's Axeman. Um, he's in the military, and he just loved to draw art. And he was like, how can I get this on the blockchain? Boom. Uh, he contacts, you know, Poet and Wizard, who are still on the team to this day and it became you know some of my closest friends um like in the real world um and and you know looking at it the genesis collection to me is obviously the most captivating collection visually but in terms of actual um you know game logic it's also the most important you know this is your pass into the game uh, so at this point, you know, once the once that's out, I'll never forget, you know, the talks of like, you know, well, let's do an ecosystem, let's do a game as a community member, you know, um, and I was like, okay, like I was not expecting this in my investment. Right. Um, so you know, at, at that point, part of the biggest parts of the ecosystem, you have to have a token. Um, you know, so obviously we created the BZC token. Uh, we we dropped ten percent of that to charity, uh, about ten charities, um, dropped it to them. Because uh, we have a big heart for uh, film th filmography uh, here at BZC, um, it's been a big narrative that we've always had, and, and really always tried to push and want to continue to push, especially uh, the farther we get. And uh, that's why you know we have like proof of good as like strong partners. Right. Uh, from there, you know we had the key debacle. Um, you know, so our first 1,000 mentors, you know, got the key, and um, you know, there's 
a lot that actually have not even been minted. Uh, there's about 300, about 200 or so that haven't even been minted, haven't even been touched, just sitting in their oh, wallets. Oh, really? No kidding. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, it's wow. crazy. Um, I, I didn't know that that number was still so high. Yeah. That's pretty wild. It is. It is. It's wild. Uh, we have like two sitting in our treasury wallet, two keys sitting okay, in our treasury right wallet, just for the right moment, you know, to use or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, like, I'll, you know, keys were turning for thousands and thousands. I'll never forget the hype of that. You know, you burn your key, you get your 3D key, which is, you know, your pass to your events, your pass to future mints, uh, your passing game, you know, which we'll, we'll dive into deeper how these assets play into the game. Um, and you got your, your skeleton king from it, which is, you know, at that point in time, all we were thinking about was a direct passage into the DAO. You know, DAOs are a big thing. You can have your opinion about it, whether you like it, you dislike it. At the end of the day, DAOs are going to be here to stay. Right. And it gives the community a true voice. It's fully decentralized, which is what the goal of the blockchain is. So to me, a DAO kind of goes cone hand, uh, hand in hand with, with, with the blockchain. And, it, you know, in a lot of ways, it, it, it's meant to be here. It's going to be here. Right. And uh, there's a right way to master the DAOs. And I wouldn't sit here and say that we haven't mastered. I don't think anybody has it mastered. You know, a lot of this is growing as we go. Um, but it is really cool to think about the aspect of just because I have this Skeleton King, I have the same opinion as whoever it is, um, whether he's on the team or not. You know, he may not even have the opinion if he doesn't have the Skeleton King. Right. To me, like, that is so cool. Um, you know, then we expand from there. We had the meta crystals. Obviously, those were minted in terms of the metaverse assets. Uh, so you can still go and get the meta crystals and, you know, hope to get a castle, which are still, you know, the high ticket item. Yeah, man, you know, I'm, I'm still looking for one of those. I am yeah, too. For sure. I almost, I almost bought one off a of poet. I almost did. Oh, yeah? I, yeah, I almost did. Um, but yeah, so, you know, the metaverse assets is a really cool collection that I don't think has enough eyes on it. But to me, one of my favorite collections, yeah, for um, sure. because of in terms of the actual game, you know, you have your token multipliers, you have a steed. You know, there's a lot of different ways that my mind is like, okay, how could a steed be used? Right. You know, you have your Hummer, uh, you have your health. Obviously, that's a big key, yep. a big key piece. And then, you know, myself, my first wet, my first zombie I got was a weaponless zombie, and uh, you know, we have an actual sword, which is the BZC weapon. Uh, in the metaverse collection and obviously you know we have the mansion the castle um now a, a big debacle a big thing that people brought up the point of is you know there's these mansions and there's these castles um but you guys just released a, a land sale well you know the big part about that is the mansion comes on four plots so there's four plots of land it sits on right the castle sits on nine plots and our land sale is sitting on you know one plot of land yep. now all of these things are reaping utilities and yielding in the game actual generating assets and um, harvesting for the development within your game and your game cycle and this stronghold's growth um, to me I think in terms of the art um, probably I, it, it's really hard for me to pick but I think either the land or the zombies is my favorite. Now, also, we do have the honorary collection. Uh, I know you rock yeah, it. Yeah, buddy. Um, I know I rock it, but we have the honorary collection for our early adopters, people that have had a, a big role in the project. Um, and that was given to the community. And we put that on ETH because uh, at the time of doing this, you know, this this drop, everybody's like, oh, I want to have my, my hexagon my, or my octagon. What is it, octagon? Uh, is it it's octagon or is it hexagon on Twitter? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure. 
It's some shape. Yeah, you know that? yeah, yeah. It's definitely not a circle, but it's definitely that no. that uh, true traditional PFP. You, you have it. You show it off. The rarity, the uh, the exclusivity uh, behind that. Uh, I think you guys dropping that on ETH was definitely the uh, the right call, especially because Twitter is the only, um, or excuse me, Ethereum is the only. Uh, blockchain that's recognized by Twitter at the the current time, so uh, I I give you guys you know your your golf claps on that for you know it allowing that collection to do what it was intended to do as a show off piece as you know um, a a thank you to your community and I think one of the the coolest things is being able to show that off with you know your Twitter Blue subscription uh, subscription having that hexagon. Um, now you're making me, you know, in my stupid, dumb brain, I'm thinking, is it an octagon? Is it a hexagon? What, what the fuck is it? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think, I think that was a really good call on your guys' part. Uh, I know that that wasn't a cheap, uh, airdrop and doing it through ETH. Um, but you know, again, with what it was intended to do, I think it is doing exactly that and being that, um, that showpiece with exclusiveness behind it um, that the community can show off. You know what I mean? So, uh, again, kudos to you guys on a, a decision well made, in my opinion. I think so. I mean, for, for what we wanted to do was, and it really related back to, you know, me coming from the community. It was like everybody loved rocking their zombies, but uh, it's something about being able to rock that zombie on that east side and also bring our project to the masses uh on eth you know right polygon is a very like under the table kind of type thing mm-hmm. um not a lot of people are really into the polygon space which is you know really crazy how bzc is you know so notoriable you know we've made it for the last year a lot of projects that i remember launching when we launched they're they're not here now right um and i as much as I'd love to say, oh, that's from me or that's from the team, like that's a hundred percent just like our community is like an absolute cult. Like the BZC yeah. army is like a different type of animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they're on your side, like you're set. If they're not on your side, like it's it's a scary day. So I, I do look forward to like you know the game side of things, you know the stronghold side of things. Yeah. Um, especially considering like there's there's a few twists that uh you know, myself and the team, we haven't revealed yet. Um, and and it, it may be revealed in this podcast. Oh, a little alpha for the boys and girls. Love that. A little alpha. A little alpha. Be, so. Be, uh, so before um, before we jump into any bit of the game, uh, I just I want to touch on uh, like a just a quick recap of the collections just because there are so many and they all serve – uh, this individual purpose and, and they all have their own importance with the game. And um, I think it's, it's been so cool to see. Um, so obviously as, as projects progress, you see things change and you see things adapt and, and you see things that are molded to what is happening in, in the space. Now um, the fact that, all of these assets within their own collections are still important and being incorporated into the game. I think that's a testament to, um, you know, the founding team, uh, the team that was brought on originally to have the, the forethought of what this game is going to be. 
Uh, so many times people roll with punches, and and again, things change so often in Web three, as you know, you and I both know. But the fact that all of these collections still hold a place, I think, is is just really interesting in the way that your development, um, the development team has seen the original plan, the implemented plan on top of that, which, you know, are two totally different things, right? When we think we we want to create something this way and you, you start to build it and, you know, you, you start to see the writing on the wall, hey, we need to change this part of it or this thing needs tweaked and things like that, right? So it's been really cool to see all of the emphasis uh, shared between, between these uh, collections. Um, you, you sold out the 10 K, uh, Genesis collection of the zombies and you are still currently minting the land, right? Yeah. Okay. Still minting land. And yeah. these two, these two collections are your, uh, I'm not going to say key because, you know, I don't want to confuse anyone, uh, with the actual key collection, but these are like your pass into the game, correct? Yeah. So, okay. so, so. To really be completely transparent here, right? Yeah. yeah. So those are definitely like the key, or let me phrase that. Uh, these are your passes into yeah. the game. Yes, uh, that was that was a big part of the original model. Okay. Um, but right now where we sit, right? Um, not gonna sit here and lie. We we haven't really minted enough land. Um, okay. And we haven't we have a ton of zombies. Uh, so it's like you know you sit here and it's like, well, I want everybody to come and play the game. Everybody. A lot of people have a zombie. You know, we have 3,500 unique holders. Mm -hmm. uh, we have about 200 unique holders, 300 unique holders uh, of land. Okay. So I want this game to be played by the masses. So that's kind of where, you know, I have to step in and I'm like, hey, this is, this is, zombies are needed. That is the necessity. Land is great, but okay. let's not make it a pass right now. Okay. Um, it, and it may, it may scale back to that. Um, you know, pawn set, but you know, right now it's like if the let's say the game was dropping tomorrow, it's mm -hmm. not. I was God. <laughs> but if it was dropping tomorrow in the current state of collections, it would just be zombies as your pass. If you have a zombie, you can play. Um, obviously, I would recommend having land. It's a very key part. Right. Um, but for a base minimum to play, you know, the zombie is really that. Okay. I honestly, I think that's great. Um. As you said, you have 3,500 unique holders for zombies as opposed to 200 um, with the land. And I know um, with the background of the team and the mindset of, of being, a, we'll, we'll call it a studio that you guys have behind you guys with the experience of, of those uh, team members, right? Um, it's built in this gamer-first fashion. Uh, so with that mindset, you want to make it as accessible as possible to your community. So I, I love, um, you know, kind of not necessarily making the, the tweak to that, but offering it to the people that hold your largest collection. I think that's that's definitely um, something that's important and at the end of the day is going to benefit you guys in the long run. So if someone that wanted to get involved with the game you go after the Genesis collection of the the ten thousand zombies uh, that you can get on secondary market through OpenSea or One Planet, if I'm not mistaken. So we're not. So we're on the upcoming list. Uh, that should actually be hitting on the One Planet marketplace within a week. Okay, uh, great. It should be. 
Should be. Yeah. Uh, so Terra was the original ones that were able to get put on. Um, Polygons on the on that second side. Right. Uh, so that second push for everybody will, will be uh, should be on the 18th. Should be okay. tentative, tentative plan. I I think with so obviously I've had some exposure to the Terra eco, uh, Terra ecosystem. Excuse me. Um, and knowing uh, one plant's migration. Uh, I'm actually involved in a couple of projects that are in that migration. I think um, with what you guys are building with your community and your understanding of how important community is, um, them taking that route of making sure that the migration goes smoothly, that their original um, asset holders through multiple different collections are taken care of before they add anything on. Uh, I think that's a really good solution for what is, an, in, in my opinion, an insurmountable task that is being asked of them. My, not migrating a single project, but migrating all of the projects onto an entirely new blockchain all within one single marketplace is no no easy task to undertake. So I think uh, without bringing on new additions that are, are potentially adding stress to that process, um, I think that that's probably in everyone's best interest uh, in kind of like a, a tiered or a phased um, release, so to speak, of, you know, you have the migration, you implement the collections that are on Polygon onto their platform once everything goes uh, smoothly. So totally understand where that's at. Um but yeah, you can you can get your 10k PFP uh, Genesis collection on the secondary marketplace. Use those as your pass into the game. Um, the BZC token is the in-game currency, as far as uh, I know. Or yes, yeah, so right now it is. It's going to be part of the in-game side. Okay. Um, there's going to be an introduction for a secondary token. There will be an introduction for it. Um, as tokenomics scales out and gets modeled more, uh, BZC token will be implemented for sure, uh, as well as uh, a different little mechanism that'll be added uh, here soon. Oh, great, so. great, great. So it's uh, another aspect to be on the lookout for. Um, you have your kings, which are your pass into the DAO and your opportunity for passive income within the BZC ecosystem. Is that still... Is that still in the correct realm of what you guys are doing? Yeah, so that's a that's a tough one, right? Okay. Like the word passive uh, passive income, it kind of makes me tweak now. Uh, well, after no, knowing these, knowing uh, the potential uh, legal repercussions of what that exa actually entails, I I apologize for, uh, for no, leading you down that path. But um, as a as a way to earn, um, as a way to earn within the ecosystem, let's say. Uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, so like you said, that was the original model was like the passive income side hit that hit those people. Um, right now, it's not necessarily off of like game earnings. Okay. Because there was that's the problem. You know, we didn't really specify. Uh, or really discuss with the community once that was, you know, first said, it was just kind of like, hey, you know, this income. Yeah. It was never really said, like, you know, is this coming through? You know, we said game earnings, but, did, you know, did we say off of profit of the game? Did we say off of 
what you earn in the game. Wasn't really so specified, right? right? Yeah, exactly. No. So there was a lot of gray area, you know, and I, I talked to a, a decent amount of people, not everybody. Um, but I just reached out to random people that I saw on the Discord. And I'd message them, hey, how did you take this? Did you take it as, uh, you know, an in-game? You're earning extra? You're yielding more in-game? Are you earning more tokens? Or are you earning fiat from, like, game profit? Like, right. how did you see this? Um, it was kind of a half and half. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I could imagine that. Yeah. It was. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a half and half. Um, and there comes a point where, like, it's like me as a king, I would honestly see both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really right now, as things monitored out, scaled, um, you know, as we want this thing to be a long-term, a long-standing game. Absolutely. And a long-standing project, it's really shifted more so into the, uh, it's a boosted rake and a, a rake into um, in the game earnings that happen in-game. Okay. So on the in-game side, so whether that, whatever uh, asset that is you're yielding. So, you know, whatever your land, the land is harvesting from the opponents that you beat, um, token generation, whatever that is, right. um, it's going to generate on that side in game now uh, versus like an external off game profits. Okay. So that, that did scale, that did shift. I think um, um, the the concept of um, anything outside of in game um, that that's a lot of uh, stressful functionality that that puts on your entire ecosystem. Um, personal opinion, I think you made the right move. Um, this, this kind of strives towards, um, longevity of what you can offer with this game. So, um, first of all, thank you for clarifying that. And second, I think that that's, you know, end of the day, the right decision, um, regarding, you know, that rake and where that, um, where that specialty is coming from, so to speak, if that, you know, if that makes sense. So you have your Genesis collection, you have your tokens, you have your Kings, your, um, assets collection with, uh, transportation bonuses, um, in game, uh, you know, health and, and so forth. There's a separate collection for that. Um, within the assets collection that has, castles and mansions that is different from the land that is minting now where the mansions and castles um four plots and nine plots respectively the land that's minting now is one plot and then you have the keys um that offer uh future mints within your ecosystem and uh entry to real life events through um or you know hosted by bzc does that cover everything that you guys have now? Yeah, so that covers everything now. So just for a little bit of insight and uh, clarification, kind of into the metaverse asset side, yeah. just to kind of you know fully uh, explain that one, because uh, it is a weird one, right? Because you know the original game model was actually not really strongholds. Um, it was you know like this battle royale. Uh, type game that it, it wasn't scalable. Right. Um, it wasn't sustainable. There was no model for that. And as we all know, we can look into how much Epic Studios or uh, you know raised um, or Epic Games raised into into Fortnite. You right. Know? Um, the price tag for for a game of this magnitude is far and few between. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to say the least. Um, so the vehicles, the the, the transportation. 
um, the way we've kind of had to scale that and game model that and, and gamify that into the Strongholds game has actually been really cool. Um, so I, I don't want to give away too much on the game logic side, but just, just to kind of explain, like, you know, a lot of these things all had their intended goals back when they were first created. And, you know, to kind of touch on this, we've only ever minted two collections, the land and the zombies. Right. Everything else has been airdrop. an airdrop, yeah, yep, yep. Which, is, which is really crazy to think about the amount of stuff we've given away. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when, when it was airdropped to the community, it was never really intended, um, you know, that we'd be doing the Strongholds game. Um, quite frankly, in terms of longevity, scalability, um, and, and for this to really be a, a sustaining project, a sustaining game, it's actually the game that makes the most sense. Uh, and the, the logic behind the game and the game logic is actually uh, pretty insane. I don't, I don't try to understand how the studio, how, how, how these guys came up with it, yeah. but I am glad that they are working with us. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure, I'm man. I'm glad about that. So I uh, just want to kind of want to explain that. Yeah, and for kind sure. Of so. so we have all the past collections, how they interact with your ecosystem. Um, the inner, the actual interaction of that ecosystem is through the strongholds game. Um, after the, the journey of, you know, initial idea of what that was going to be with the battle Royale to what, uh, strongholds is going to be. Um, what can you tell us about general operational fundamentals of what this game entails again not you don't have to go like super in depth about um what everything that you guys are working on for it um i know some of the guys said that there were going to be almost like different iterations where the game would yeah. would um continued with uh continued playability um different features that are are planned to be added don't, we don't have to touch on any of that yeah. today. Um, just if if you had to make a comparison of what Strongholds is to a game that's out currently, um, yeah. just to give us like a, a not an expectation, but just an idea of what to um, what to compare it to, what we can expect for um, you know playability. Is this something like that you're going to use uh, a controller for? Is this something that you're going to be able to click with, you know, mouse and keyboard type deal, um, you know, things of, of like more playability than what the, the whole concept is. Yeah. I mean, so even like at the concept side, like it's, it's a relatively simple concept of game development or let me rephrase that their, their development has not been easy, but the overall view, the overhead view is, is rather simple, but to, to be a successful winner in the game is where things get, uh, rather complicated right um but but you know it's funny you ask this because every time somebody asks this i my mind always kind of runs on the blockchain side there's not really a game like it um and that that's why i feel so confident what we have at bzc um like genuinely on the blockchain i've, I've yet to see a game that um has the earn side to it has the genuine fun game side to it and um you know really makes you want to play a game i don't know about you but i, I loved runescape like oh I, yeah I yeah, yeah right on. From runescape um or you know agent and i who's our, our lead developer um you know love to play the division you know there's some of these games that you can notably remember in your lifetime 
that you don't want to take your eye away from. You're even rust, right? You're scared that something's going to happen to your base, whatever it is. And it's so crazy to sit here and look at the overhead view, the overhead model of strongholds. It's like, it's that. Like even thinking about it, putting myself in those situations, um, you know, where we kind of do like some tactical games of strongholds and like think about what would you do here? What would you do there? It's like, this is... It's one of those games you don't want to take your eye away from, and that's why there's clans implemented and, and you know, gangs implemented. So yeah. you can join up with your with your friends that are, you know, in Singapore and your friends that are in the West Coast and all your friends on different time zones and make sure there's, like, a constant yeah, watch yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and all this different stuff. Um, you know, if I was to try to explain it uh, or give an example, um, I'd say, like, in terms of, like, the view and the vision – um, and like what it looks like, I'd say it's kind of similar to that of like a Clash of the Clans and like some Fallout artsy type vibes. Okay. Um, and even in kind of in like the playability, playable factor, I kind of say like a Rust meets like Clash of the Clans. Okay. I know that's kind of weird to think about, but it's somewhere in there in those lines. But I can't like blockchain wise, I, I've yet to see anything like this yet. Right. And uh, so one of the things that you know, obviously following along with this project for so long and listening to the updates and, and listening to you guys talk about this game. Um, I think it's, it's so cool that you guys have focused on a gamer first mentality where it's not another click farm. It's not something that you think, you know, you're at your office and you're done with work for the day and you think about, all right, well, now I got to spend an hour and a half clicking through these different screens to collect all of this shit. And I have to keep an eye on the market on when to sell this. And that's how I'm going to end up earning money. That isn't fun, right? So the fact that you guys have, have taken so much emphasis on playability, sustainability, longevity, and this gamer first mindset in building this, uh, I don't think enough, uh, projects have implemented that into their building and i'm i'm really excited to see what the bzc take on um you know the the blockchain gaming is right um so again really excited about the emphasis that you guys have put on it um i guess the the age-old question here will be when when can we expect the first iteration of uh of strongholds and i i know that as soon as i was getting close to it you're thinking oh shit i mean here i'll, I'll say like this right you don't uh, have to give any dates if you don't no, even no. want to give a, a general you know no you dude, i'll give to. an answer okay, i mean okay. the people deserve to know the answer i mean <laughs> i have no i have no problem to share the answer i'm just trying to think of the right way to, to kind of uh you know give an honest answer but not not give too much okay um so in terms of the baseline of the game right we really have the the game there uh in the base model I, I want that to be very clear the base model so you know we have actions implemented we have the boards implemented movement uh the world map players all of that right but now comes you know uh you know implementing the blockchain you know within your your tokens um implementing your actions and the gamification side of things so when I go and I go to attack or I go to loot your body or and loot your land and loot your stronghold you know what actions occur what happened on the blockchain here um, and that's the heart that's 
somewhat of the hardest part and also the easiest part. Right. Um, and that's a lot of formula-based stuff. So it's funny, you know, because you sit here and you're like, all right, we're at this point, and then it's like, okay, well, we're here, we're back there. And then also, you know, we, we have a, a fully self-funded development team. Um, so right now, uh, you know, we're prepping the fundraise. Uh, right. I'm prepping the fundraise. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so that's a joy. Uh, really excited for that. I'm sure, um, man. It's exciting. Um, so that actually is going to start, uh, I should start the fundraise in a month. Um, okay. start fundraising in about a month and then hoping to close that and then, you know, be able to bring on a few guys paid. Um, and, and, you know, from there, I'd say at the time of closing a fundraising, um, it, it's, it's a month out, two months out, okay. um, from my non-developer view, just my eye level view. Right. Um, and like I said, a lot of things are subject to change. They can shift left, they can shift right. right. Um, you know, what was used in the game as this today could be used in the game as that tomorrow. Um, that's the biggest thing about the game development process, which I, I knew nothing about going yeah. into this. I, I understood management uh, and business development. I understood relations and that, that's what I understood. Yeah. Um, not, not gamification, I understood how to play a game. Um, but but not everything that goes into a game, and it, it gives you a whole entire different appreciation um, to really see, you know, oh, well, this doesn't work. And, you know, I used to always complain about, you know, a gun getting nerfed in Call of Duty or this getting buffed. And um, now I see now, like, how much goes into it beforehand. Um, so it is really interesting and a lot of appreciation to it. Um, so I know that doesn't really fully answer your question, but I hope that gives some some, yeah. some insight into it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I while I understand that, you know, you you don't want to. Uh, so I'll preface this with I've I've been in the situation of being in the community side, getting brought on board to the project side, and you want to find that happy medium. You want to underpromise and overdeliver always, and time frames. Because there are so many moving parts with, um, you know, real life dedications. Uh, as you said, there, uh, the guys on the uh, developer team right now are are basically self funded, right? So they need to do things uh, to pay the bills, and and there are other things that you know come first uh, outside of Web three. So with with that concept with time commitments with the million things that go into building a web3 protocol uh it's it, at least i've found it's one of the hardest things to give a genuine time frame that you can stick to so with that in mind i i appreciate um kind of not necessarily the date but what has to happen in order for us to expect a game uh i i don't think that we can really expect much more than that so you're getting into the fundraising process um, after, you know, all of these months of talking and structuring, and now you're getting down to really the end game, right? So you're, you probably have that excited feeling going into fundraising. What, what steps are you guys doing as far as collaborations? What are you, what are you doing to get more eyes and more, um, money into, um, your ecosystem that allows, uh, you know your team to expand to get ready for the launch of the game i guess is is the the next best question here for you yeah well it's like it's funny you know just to kind of 
kind of bounce back and then, you know, I'll bounce forward. But, you know, it's funny to think about, you know, the Web3 expectation side, you know, that you kind of mentioned. Um, there was a, there, there's a quote, uh, I, I forget who said it, but uh, a game that has been pushed back has never been uh, a, a bad game. But a game with no delays has always been a bad game. Um, it's really funny to look at, you know, in Web3, like, one day is, like, two months. Yeah, like, it, in, in yeah, it is crazy, man. Uh, it, it's flying. You know, I, I've been doing this, uh, you know, in, in a large-scale capacity now for, you know, nine months. And yeah. uh, a lot of those months are 140 hours a week, 130 hours a week. Right. And uh, my body feels it. Oh, I'm sure, so man. Come, coming in, and I know you know it. Yeah. Um, so coming into fundraising very exciting um not because i'm going to slow it down but you know how it is man when you get to see something that you're passionate about and love whether it's in web 3 web 2 whatever it is um to me bzc is my baby i don't care if i found the thing or not like i will sit here and i will pronounce a thousand times like this is my baby not saying i'm the dow i'm not the dow but in terms of the project and, and the the business side of it like this is my little sweet thing yeah. i love it yeah um a lot of sleepless nights over this it's like a child yeah yeah um and right now this is like me taking my child to prom or, or taking my child to you know go outside and, and you know meet her first date i don't know but it, it's like a big life event that uh, you, it yeah, is yeah yeah yeah, yeah huge, for sure. man. um so getting to finally fundraise it, it's so big um because not only that, but it's like this is a great chance to, you know, really get other eyes on this in a large-scale capacity. Um, so, you know, a big part of this is like I've always had this internal guideline of like what am I doing? How am I piecing this together? All right, well, we kind of went off scale here. How are we going to bring it back? Um, and, you know, when when you started up things with Calibre, I was like time to initiate phase two. Yeah. And it, it was it was instant. It wasn't like I had to, you know, check things off. It was just, I I had it planned. I have a whiteboard, and I knew what phase two was, um, and I saw the opening. And I was like, this is time for phase two. Um, so now you know a big part of what we're doing in phase two is, we are full like, I want to say full time. I've I've always been full time in this thing, yeah. um, but uh, you know. It's really all hands on deck to a whole entire different degree. Uh, what we're doing right now is we're running this thing um, and we're having full participation as if it is the full funded, full funded and in full effect. Right. Um, there's been a lull. So we haven't had this need for 10 community managers um, and, and all this. You know, People have been able to go and take their breaks and things of that nature. It's been really good for everybody's mental health. Um, oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's been a great thing. Um, but, you know, right now, part of phase two is, you know, let's iron down, let's, you know, let's tie the boots, let's tuck them in, and, and you know, let's let's roll the sleeves and let's get dirty. Um, and that, that's what we're doing. You know, it's, uh, you know, I'm looking at my task board right now beside me. I just pulled it up. And uh, it, it, it's deep. I, I'm not going to sit here and lie. Yeah. I, you know, I've, I've always thought I've been a really fun person to work with. But now looking at it, it's like... When I have a dream and I have a goal and an aspiration, it's like it's gonna happen. Like it just got it's gotta happen. Yeah. Um, and it, it takes a whole village. You know, it takes the community team. It takes myself. It takes the developers. 
takes the community and it takes us being willing to collaborate and collaborators willing to collaborate. Um, you know, just kind of reel back into what you're saying is, you know, it, it's really looking for projects that it's not about necessarily the size, but, and I remember I told this to you and, and to, you know, Pixelate Apes, it's, I love collaboration. It's cool. You know, giving away a whitelist is cool. I don't mind that type of stuff. Right. Um, but, you know, if I'm going to call you a partner and a collaborator, like I want to do something with you that has longevity. Um, to me, you know, looking at anything in the space, not a lot of people really think about longevity, especially in the NFT side. Yeah, Crypto, absolutely. you know, people, people think about it. But in the NFT side, people are just like, one year, like, let's blow our royalties on, on the business side. When in reality, like, you know, looking at it, Loyalty shouldn't really be spent until like year two or three incorporated into like your actual like budgeting and spending, you know, if, if you have that privilege and that, you know, if you're lucky enough in that yeah, situation. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, just kind of where we're at is, you know, finding like-minded in individuals and, and projects and protocols that are, are people that we want to genuinely build with together. Um, that can help us get to a higher level and that we can help take to a higher level um, and trying to learn from other people. Um, so, you know, a lot of researching done on our end. Um, and, and you see my smile, man. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I, just, I start thinking about fundraising, man, and it's, it's an exciting thing because I know what I am about to finally get to bring to the community. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's one of the things that have kept me up a lot of nights. I'm like, you know, how can I get this to them ASAP? How can I deliver to them while it's not there? Um, so to finally get it out there, you know, it's one thing checked off the mark on the list, but, you know, to make it very clear, it's it's one thing off the list. Right. To me, the game is a huge important part of BZC, but it is only one thing. Mm -hmm. There's a million other things that have to happen in BZC that are planned. Um, you know, when I came on, back you know nine months ago i made a, a three-year plan and a five-year plan um and then about three months ago i uh i dove into it and, and broke the three-year plan down into phases um and there there's phases for every single thing and there, there's phase lines for them so once this one task for the phase line is complete right. we're checked off we're going to the next one um so it's just so exciting to know like which phase line I'm rolling into next because the next one that's coming after, um, man, it's just exciting, you know. Well, it's like you, like you said, you you were in a bit of a lull. Um, through that, you keep building. Um, you you may have people take a break. You have people working on something else, whatever. But you are hunkered down. You work through this entire process. You finally get to see this outwardly come to fruition with you know fundraising game release some other stuff that you guys have planned uh, i it's always an exciting feeling when when you get to share like you said uh when you're so passionate about something but you're working on it that people don't necessarily get to see the finalized product right so you you get to the point where you get to share something that you're passionate about, that you're working on for them at the end of the day, right? That you can share with them. Um, you know, that's, that's exciting shit, man. And I can, I, I feel the palpable excitement that you're exuding through, you know, just talking about what you have going on. Um, I'm really excited for you guys. I'm really happy to be a part of the BZC community. Um, you know, I, I think, 
from all different angles that you want to look at it with what you guys have been able to overcome, um, what you've been able to do to stay afloat for a full year. Um, I mean, that's, that's pretty exciting stuff. So the last thing that I wanted to ask you about is you're coming up on your one year anniversary, October 31st. What are you guys doing to celebrate what what's what can we expect from BZC for the one year anniversary? We're going hard, dude. Yeah, yeah. We're going hard. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good time. Um, like I said, surprise and delight. Uh, I'll share some info, uh, but by uh, October 29th, by October 29th, uh, if you're not owning a zombie. Um, I'd recommend having a zombie. Okay. Um, you know, like I said, love to surprise and delight, take care of our community. Uh, so by October 29th, if you're not owning a zombie, uh, and you, you know, you want to be a part of something really cool, um, I, I definitely do that. And then October 31st, um, you know, it's a big one year, so you could expect whatever coordinates it's October 29th to occur then. And then, um... We're going to have a, a big party uh, in the metaverse, um, looking at some land rentals, um, you know, whether it's in crypto voxels or, or sandbox, whatever, but uh, having a space built out, some DJs. Uh, I, ha- I have a few uh, performing artist friends uh, that are like, you know, in the, in the crypto rap scene yeah, yeah. Um, that I met out in Miami. Uh, I tore down in Miami when I went. It was It was a business trip, but like at the end of each night, like. Yeah, man. It was a good time. Good. Um, so, you know, was able to really meet some uh, some people there that you know I'm gonna try to incorporate into uh, the event, uh, to you know, and and it's also welcoming all communities, not just the BZC community, but you know, trying to it's it, it is Halloween, you know, right. So it's gonna be a little Halloween party, um, you know, try to bring in everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Fits but, into the zombie uh, look pretty well. That, yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Right? it's just it's, it's perfect. So. Uh, yeah, you know, that's a big thing right now that I've been working on is trying to hunker that down and, you know, get everything, you know, all moving parts finalized. Uh, a lot of that's supposed to be, you know, finalized in, within the next week, um, you know, to kind of go ahead and shift uh, off of that and make sure it's in place for that so we can start testing and making sure everything's good to go there. But really exciting. Yeah, awesome, man. So, listen, we, we covered your journey. We covered... Uh, BZC general concepts. We we covered um, you know all the collections that you guys have. Um, how to get involved in your protocol. Um, what uh, what we can expect as far as the game goes. Uh, some dates uh, or better yet, some time frames on um, some stuff with the fundraising and the game release. Some dates for the the fun stuff, the celebration. Um, you know, celebratory uh, get-togethers to celebrate one year, which I I think is uh, just something we we're coming up on now, and seeing how very few projects are still standing after this last year. Um, so it's it's much deserved for uh, BZC team, BZC community, what you guys have been able to do and stay afloat uh, and and preparing for. Um, you know, thriving when uh, the ecosystem uh, is fully fleshed out and fully functional. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing, um, 
you know, everything just come together, the last little piece dropped in, and see where you guys go from there. Um, Again, that is it from uh, my checklist. Is there anything that you want to share with uh, with listeners, with the BZC community, um, or any any personal thoughts? I'll I'll give it to you for the final say. Uh, not really, man. Um, there's there's a lot more events that I'm going to be at. So uh, for anybody listening, uh, if if you go to crypto conferences, NFT conferences. Um, chances are I'll be there speaking. Uh, look at my calendar, and it, it's not—it's uh, it, not light. Right. Uh, probably one to two a month, um, and, and trying to work, you know, in the you know the skeleton kings into that, and you know, uh, getting past the start community. I was able to work that for the for the last uh, you know event that I went and spoke at. You know, getting passes for our community in there. Uh, so just you know, trying to do that type of stuff. Um, really excited, you know, to continue share, continue to expand. Um, I look forward to what's to come, uh, especially for the for the one year side uh, and the one year party. Um, there, there's a, a really cool twist that has been talked about for a while, um, and, and it's been teased. Yeah. Um, but to finally see it come to light is going to be cool. Um, and, and some people are thinking something, some people are thinking other things. Uh, or some people may not be thinking it at all. Right. Uh, but it, it's kind of interesting, you know, because there's a lot of different things we could have done. Uh, but in terms of, like, what made the most sense for the ecosystem and, like, for the project, like, this just really does. Uh, so, like, I, I'm just really excited about it. And I, I want to say thank you to you. Um, you know, you, you're, you've been a great friend, like, just outside of, like, everything, but, like, just a great friend. Uh, I remember when I took over, like, I was like, yo, like, bouncing ideas off of you, like, yeah. bouncing stuff. You've always been, like, a, a huge part of BZC yourself, you know, and that's why you have, you know, Honorary Collection Zombie, you know. It's not just because, like, uh, Mohawk's, like, whatever, but, like, you genuinely have done a lot for the project, and, you know, I guarantee you can go to any community you're a part of and, you know, say the same thing about you, you know. Somewhere you go, you know, you, you make a positive impact. You do great things. So I want to say thank you to you for not only helping BZC, but just helping the space, man, and, I appreciate you, and I'm glad to call you a homie, man. Appreciate that, buddy, and and you too. Uh, you know, I'm I'm very thankful for uh, some pretty spectacular people that I've been able to meet in the space. You being one of them. Um, you've you know helped me along and, and mold my journey with you know stuff that you're working on with BZC, stuff that you're working on um, personally. So uh, you know the feeling is likewise, my friend. Um, end of the day. Uh, dude, thank you so much for taking the time to hop on, spend an hour with me talking about, you know, all the work that you've been doing over the last, you know, nine months, um, bringing this thing to a head, getting everyone prepared, um, to release, you know, what you guys have been working on for so long. So again, thank you so much, dude, for taking the time. Um, I'm not sure when we'll be releasing this, but you know, we'll, we'll put it out there ASAP. Um, if you guys aren't, uh, already following Johnny on, um, Twitter, we'll have the Twitter tag, but, uh, metaverse Johnny on Twitter, um, at B zombies C on Twitter. Uh, you can find a discord link there for, uh, BGC zombies. They have all of their relative links in their discord. Um, yeah, man, again, thank you so much for hopping on with us and I'll talk to you soon, brother. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, dude. It's been fun.